Hello and welcome to Topside Talks. I am Jackie and I am here with my sister, Suzanne. Hello. You're listening to The Diagnosis. In this episode, we are going to discuss how the patient handles the diagnosis, expecting the minefield to come, how to navigate the diagnosis in connection with the support that is available out there, critically what happens when a patient checks out, and hopefully we will guide you knowing that there is support available. So diagnosis, so that's where it all starts really, isn't it? I mean, obviously you get symptoms first if you've you've got something going on in your life, but diagnosis is where it all starts. And I guess for us, well, for me, it was the first place that I really experienced um, the more challenging, really challenging parts of life. And uh, I remember where, do you remember where you were, Jackie, when dad got diagnosed? No. Not at all, but what a lesson. What a lesson. <laughs> Is that all you're going to say and you pass it back to me? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know why I can't remember. But I know um, Dad's diagnosis was the start of a huge journey for the whole family um, and how he handled it and all the things that came from that. Yeah, were a huge lesson. Yeah, it was a huge lesson. And actually, I wasn't at his first diagnosis, so I'm going to presume that mum was, or he had it on his own even, because I don't actually know. But it was the place that kicked off all our learning, and we were chucked straight in it. And I guess what I remember initially is, is how he handled it, how he reacted to it. And of course, we weren't equipped back then I certainly wasn't equipped back then with the tools to be able to support him okay so we've obviously both got different views on how he handled it um for me I saw a man that just didn't handle it very well but he still went through all the motions of yeah I'm going to do what I need to do but he did it in a very detached way what was your view on how he handled it Actually, you say different, but uh, yeah, looking back now, because obviously I was a lot younger, because we're going back, what, 16, 16 years? 16, 17. 16, 17 years. So yeah, I was a lot younger. And so I wasn't living in the family home. And I was just coming, toing and froing and seeing how he was handling things. And he, he, all I saw was fear. He was scared and fear. And although that might sound, oh my gosh, you know, he was frightened and we couldn't handle it. But at least I was... um, So at least him being scared was an expression that you could see rather than just hiding away. When I look back now. Okay, so obviously we want to share what happened with us and our family and how we saw dad handling things and how that rolled out to the wider family. But ultimately, we want to help people out there that have been through or will go through similar things by actually being candid and sharing our journeys. Yeah, so uh, from the back, I guess, is the fact that you don't know what's going to happen. You, Your instant thoughts can be, oh, 
he's going to die, uh, they're going to die if you're going through uh, a different experience. Um, the unknown is always terrifying. So the anxiety levels shoot up, the fear shoots up, the questions, what's going to happen, how's he going to unfold, and all the things that you just don't know where to go for, for help or support, they all start to rear their head and you have to find ways to cope with that. And navigating that is a minefield. And seeing somebody not really handle it and be detached is a minefield. And not knowing where you have to go or who is out there to help is a minefield. So hopefully what we can impart through this um, series of talks is actually there are people out there to help. You very much have to be the one to find it. But maybe we can sort of point you in those directions yeah because certainly maybe not this particular one but sitting in a treatment room getting a diagnosis is an experience for the person having it um, and how they take it on board or don't take it on board I've heard of so many people where I don't remember that bit it just went in one ear and came out the other ear and then for the person, if there is someone else with them and how they take that on board and handle it and, and where they go next and their, their own together and separate experiences of a diagnosis for someone that you love. Because you've got the patient and then you've got the friend or the family member. And obviously when somebody gets diagnosed, it's primarily about the patient it's the patient feeling it, it's the patient going through it, it's the patient that needs the support. What we noticed um, and have noticed since is that it is the patient that is sick, it is the patient getting the uh, treatment, but it is very much the family that gets everything else. So family get forgotten a lot, but the family need as much support sometimes as the patient does because if you haven't got the family propping up the patient, if they fall then everything just falls apart. And if you have got a patient that really is detached and, and really is just let every, everything swim over their head and hoping that you're just going to pick it up, you need to be looking after the family. The family support angle is really, really key. Yeah, absolutely key. And there are different experiences had by both sides. And of course, different diagnoses, different patients... And all of those different things, but the common ground is, you know, how do I cope with this? How do I support the person that, that's going through it, but still keep myself together, still keep myself in a good and healthy place so I can support that person? Um, and I guess for us, this was the beginning of that journey, that diagnosis, that dreaded place that none of us want to be at, that none of us want to sit in, but it is part of life and it's highly likely to happen to you or a family member at some point. And to be fair, I mean, we, I've, I've said a few times Dad was detached. When Dad got the diagnosis of cancer, which it was, um, all Dad saw was it's cancer and all Dad saw was that's it, it's over and out for me. But at the time he got diagnosed, which was 16, 17 years ago, advancements in cancer were improving um, and the end result of Dad's diagnosis was that he was free of cancer. There's a lot more outside of that that we will talk about through this series. But, yeah, it, people often check out when they get a diagnosis. They just see it as 
okay, this is the end, and either go through the motions and do the treatment, but not always with a positive light, or completely flip it on its head and are super positive and come out of it the other side with some really, really good results. Absolutely. There's a, a lot of advancements. And also, we haven't, we have rather got more than one experience. You know, we've got different diagnoses from different people and how they've reacted in different ways at different times in their life. So this was our first rodeo, but we've had many, many since. And we've decided to do Topside Talks so we can share our stories, so we can share other people's stories, so that the ultimate goal is um, give as much as we can out into the ether so we can help people navigate I call it the minefield, so let's navigate the minefield. Hopefully what we've been through, what other people have been through and what we can share can help people not face the trauma quite so badly. Yeah, because although there is a huge amount of support out there, sometimes people just haven't got a clue where to go uh, or a clue what to do or even an inkling of how to um, react themselves and understanding that whatever way you react, it's okay. It's okay to be extreme with your reaction. It's okay to hide away or feel like you want to hide away. Whatever your reaction, it's normal. And it's just understanding where it comes from and getting the right thing at the right time that you need to help you. And again, the patient really yeah so the patient is primary the family is secondary primary and then outside of that you've got the younger generation that are part of the family that also need to know what's going on at some point because otherwise what they see is mum and dad and aunts and uncles being very strange and that has ramic effect ramic, it has effects on them too there's a lot of ramifications um on wider family children um, and of course your entire life gets turned upside down very often um, and if not on the first diagnosis then on a second diagnosis your life changes and the way that you view the world changes and it's adapting and coping with all of those different changes as best you can so diagnosis is step one dealing with talking with understanding knowing where to go for help yeah, absolutely. And the, I guess one of the other things that I really want to get across in these talks is that it doesn't all have to be doom, gloom and misery. There's a lot of things that can be positive. There's a lot of things that can bring joy and humour. And that may sound like a really weird thing to say right now, but hopefully you will get a gist of that as, uh, as you listen to some of the other talks. So obviously everyone has to start somewhere with their journey. If you would like any help, any support then please get in contact with us to ask questions we're always here to talk and support you you can get in contact us via any information that's attached to this podcast so whatever you're listening on it will be there or you can contact us at jt-accounts.co.uk so our question is, if you could say something to or ask death anything, what would it be? Why does life have an expiration date, but not you? That is a good question. Really good question. I like that. I like that too. I like this one too. 
Can you give me five minutes? Oh. You can pack a lot into five minutes. You can pack a lot into five minutes.